This is the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Chris. As we wrap up this conversation with Chase Replogo over at the Pastor Writer Podcast, I think Chase's answers to our final questions are so appropriate because it's so important for us to learn to rest in our identity in Christ, in who God has created us. And earlier in the week, we learned about how important that was in Samson's journey. And so I think it's a great way to end out the week talking about the spiritual discipline of rest and how vital it is to our spiritual health. Question we like to ask every guest on the podcast. You answered it once, but I'd like to get your take on it again. What has been the most valuable thing that you've learned as a Christian? Uh, we find most Christians have sort of, there are generally several, but there's, there's those moments in which God does a work in you, either reveals something to you or a moment that happens. And then after that moment, after that discovery, um, nothing is the same. You can't go back to sort of viewing the world the way that it was before. Did, do anything come to mind? Yeah, I might. I think there's plenty of these, right? You're constantly finding new ones like that, ways that you're you're being deepened. Um, just I think it fits well with our conversation. One of those for me is the importance of Sabbath. Um, and I'm I'm really concerned that right now when we talk about Sabbath, what we sort of subconsciously, sometimes consciously mean is if I take one day off, then I can do more the other six days, right? Sabbath becomes a way of sort of like getting more, squeezing more juice out of the the, the orange, right? We get more productivity because we refueled for one day. And I, th- I think Sabbath is supposed to do the opposite. And this happened in my own life where I, I realized it was actually Leo Tolstoy, the Russian novelist, has a way of talking about it. He says, um, uh, he's talking about Sabbath and he says, uh, for God's sake, just stop. And that line really hit me because I think the point of Sabbath is not just that I would get more out of the other days. I rest because I need it physically. The point of Sabbath is I need things in my life that check my ambition. I need things in my life that check the desperation and the work that I'm putting in. I need time in my life to just stop and recognize that the world does not spin by my hand that what happens and primarily who I am in the future, what comes of my life is not determined by what I get done today, that God is leading this work. That was a massive moment for me spiritually because it, it, it made me realize the danger ahead of me and the importance that this is not just something I can plan. A big part of it is that I need God to push me back, keep my hand off of it, and I routinely need to stop and recognize that God is leading this. That's a hard lesson right now to learn and one that I continue to struggle and try to implement and check myself in my own life. That's good. For me, like, uh, so recently I read uh, Gordon McDonald's book, uh, Ordering Your Private World, and toward the, toward the end when he, when he gets to talking about Sabbath, he made a really great point that I'd never really considered before, but it made a lot of sense that there's a difference between rest and leisure. A lot of times we think, oh, we work six days a week, the seventh day we get to party. And going out and doing something or having fun going somewhere and doing something fun with friends or or whatever, um, it it seems like a lot of times we consider that Sabbath. uh, When really it's it's not necessarily about taking just taking a break from work. It's it's about what you mentioned the the intentional allowing God to kind of bring you back to center and, and check who you are and what you're doing. 
Yeah, it's a really good point. I, I love to shoot clays, so I'm a shotgun, like to bird hunt and have a bird dog. And uh, so if you said Sabbath is just leisure, uh, well, there's plenty of days shooting clays that, <laughs> if I was really honest, there's work happening there, right? There's stuff going on with my identity. We all have hobbies that we want to be really good at or be recognized for being good at and being getting better at. And that's not stopping, right? Like just because it's a, it's not at a job, clock punching the clock eight to five doesn't mean you're not working on some personal project or identity. So, yeah, I think you're right. This idea of rest being I'm just going to check myself and give up everything I'm trying to accomplish routinely to remind myself I'm not primarily in charge of it. And I was uh, just to follow up on this, because I I think this is a theme that God is trying to teach in my life right now. I was um, listening to the audio book for The Great Omission by Dallas Willard, and he was talking about silence and solitude, which is um, sort of the spiritual discipline practice of Sabbath that that doesn't have to take a day. You know, it can be any amount of time depending on what it is. And there's various ways to practice that. But he said something that really challenged me. It opened my mind uh, because I'm the kind of person that definitely feels like he always has to be doing something, especially doing something to like generate worth. Like I think that's where worth is generated. But he said, he asked the rhetorical question. So, So should you pray during silence and solitude? He said, absolutely not, because even your desire to pray and read your Bible still just serves your need to feel like you are in control and doing something, whereas the true practice of of silence and solitude is just to simply be and then to recognize that, like you said, Chase, God still runs the world. Like, nothing falls out of place because you're not doing anything, And, and that is perfectly okay. You can be secure in your identity by just simply being with God and letting Him run the show. It sounds really simple, and it is simple, but man, it can be so hard to do that. Yeah, you'll find out real quick you can't, which gives you the self-knowledge to realize how much you need it, right? That's the motivator. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So it's a good practice. I I love it. That is a good thing to, to learn. Um, Chase, where can people go to find out more about what you're doing? Probably the best place is just the website, pastorwriter.com. Um, you can subscribe there wherever you listen to podcasts or sign up for emails or follow on social. But um, And I'd love to hear, one of the things I like is uh, I love being able to hear what people are writing about, what their struggles with writing, um, any questions you have or suggestions on people I should interview, just any way or anything you want to share, you can do it on Facebook or email me through there. So I just like to hear from people. Sounds great, man. And we'll have all those links in the show notes. So. And if the book's published by the time this goes live, the link to the to be able to purchase the book will be in the notes. If it doesn't, I, I wish. Be I watching wish. We'll for see it. When, when it goes live, but it's uh, it may be a while yet. So that's a it's a long process, which I share about on the podcast. It takes patience. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that just gives us an excuse to have you back when it actually does come out. Then, if that's the case, so <laughs> I'd be happy to do it. I enjoy it. Promote it again. All right, Chase. Well, thank you so much again. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Growth Discipleship Podcast. If you want to stay up to date on all that's happening at Daily Growth Discipleship, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Spotify.